Hey, I'm Lay. And I'm Alex. And this is Mommy Glasses. Where we talk all things real, raw, and unplugged. Letting all moms know you're not alone out there. Hi, this is Alex. And this is episode 9 of Mommy Glasses. We are going to continue in this footsteps of Lay and Dale. And now we're going to interview my husband, Chris. And we're going to see how well we as couples compare or our differences because naturally Lay and I have differences um, and it's great to have different perspectives and so now you're going to be able to compare our husbands and their perspectives or even just the difference in our relationships as couples. So I believe Lay's first question to Dale was how do you like fatherhood or how is fatherhood for you? Um, for me, fatherhood, um, it, it's, I guess, I don't know, it's a bit ambiguous. Um, it's pretty hard. Um, just trying to, um, put on the, the daddy hat and coming home from work, super tired. Um, you can't be tired and come home, um, that can't be your excuse because the kids are looking forward to seeing you. They're looking forward to having fun. Um, and they want to play um, no matter what. So fatherhood, it's a little bit difficult on the, the playing end. Um, but I honestly wouldn't trade it for the world. I, I enjoy every bit of it. Although our kids can be challenging at times. Um, I love them. We love them. Um, yeah. Do you think that fatherhood is what it is compared to your thoughts before we had them? Because I remember you came to me and said, I want kids when I'm 27. I want to start having kids when I'm 27. So what your thoughts were as a 27-year-old or a 26-year-old or a 25-year-old compared to being 33 now with two kids? What's the difference? Um, I would say that the difference is, I mean, I've, I've wanted kids of my own for, I mean, as far as I can remember. Um, I was an uncle pretty early. Um, I was an uncle at 11. So me interacting with kids younger, me babysitting um, my, my nephews. I mean, that's just something I've always done. I actually enjoyed it. Um, I guess the biggest difference is, you know, with my nephews, like, they're not mine. Like, I can, they're going home after I play with them or watch them. With our kids, like, they actually, they're staying. Um, <laughs> they're here to stay. But, um, and then, you know, just interests change as, you, as your life changes as you get older uh, your perspective changes a little bit um yeah i remember before kids i was like my kids are gonna wear polos and my kids are gonna do this my kids are gonna do that and they're not gonna do this and now everything i said is opposite like i said our our kids would never sleep with us i didn't want kids to co-sleep and you decided you wanted our kids to co-sleep and so that's something that's changed for me because I was against co-sleeping before I had kids. And now that we have kids and co-sleep for, what has it been, five years? 
it's time to kick them out. It is, and we've been doing it. We've been doing some some sleep training, but when they aren't next to us, I do miss them. I'm like, where are they? Are they okay? What are they doing? Um, but that's a difference for me between before kids and after kids. I mean, yeah, I'll take the whole concept. Um, I don't know. The whole concept came, you just hear about all these horror stories, um, you know, with, with kids, you know, when they're first born. Um, for me, it was just nerve-wracking <laughs> because SIDS was a big thing, you know, early on in, you know, a, a newborn's life. Um, I just wanted to know whether or not they were breathing or not. So, yeah, I'll take the full blame for that. Um, Would you say it's time to, to get rid of them now? Because four, four grown-ass people, because our kids are grown, um, in a king-size bed is getting a little squishy. Yeah, I think so. It's, it's about that time. Um, Capri, do you want to start sleeping in your own bed? A little bit? That's good. Yeah, this is supposed to be a couple episodes, but clearly we have some kid interaction. Um, so I guess I think the next question she asked Dale was about marriage. So what are your thoughts on marriage now and what were they before and how do they compare? Because you were never you were never married before and neither was I like we were each other's first and hopefully only marriage <laughs> um I mean I always thought I mean most people could probably say this but I mean marriage is is an ultimate sacrifice relationships in general is ultimate sacrifice um because it's two beings coming together. I mean, although they share a lot of the same thoughts, beliefs, morals, um, it's still two different people, you know? So you have to sacrifice and you have to actually come to a compromise for a lot of the things. Um, but I mean, it's everything that I've always thought it would be. I mean, it's, it's not really difficult. I mean, the it's not difficult for us because we share a lot of the same interests and, and beliefs. Um, so what did you think it was before you got married? Like, what did you think the concept of marriage was and why, why did you want to get married? I mean, because, you know, it was just that commitment to one person, um, not being young and just... You know, marriage, monog being monogamous, um, and not being a playboy. I mean, I was done being in them streets. <laughs> Wanted to come home to somebody day in and day out. Wow. That is nice to hear. I think the number one thing I remember is when we were driving in the car, you're on the phone with your boy, and you're like, yeah, Alex and I are doing good. And he's like, do you think you're going to marry her. And he's like, yeah. And you said, why? And you said, he said, why? And you said, because it's just easy. Things are easy between us. And I think we both have, we've had numerous relationships. We both had one really, each of us had one really long and deep 
relationship. And so I think we both learned from that individually prior to knowing each other. And from those relationships helped us to get where we are now. Um, and then we also each had our own time to kind of do our own thing and play the streets. And so really for me, it was like, wow, I met the male version of myself, <laughs> literally. And for you, I think it was more of like similar similar lines, but also the fact that I was different than every other girl. Every girl was just on you like freaking white on rice. And I was opposite. I was like, who are you and who do you think you are? And that was different for you. I, I can agree. So at what point did you think to yourself, yes, I want to marry Alex? I mean, you hit the nail right on the head. I mean, it was it was extremely easy. Um, we didn't really argue. Had disputes. but there wasn't a point in time that I mean, because we started hanging out. We were not monogamous by any means, and we were upfront and clear about that. And it wasn't until about nine months after hanging out with each other that we hit some emotional chords and said, "Okay, let's be together." And then I went across the country for three months on a trip that you asked me not to go on, but I felt that I had to go for my own bucket list. And then a month into the trip, I broke up with you. And then I came back from the trip. We got back together. And a few months later, we moved in. And then a few months later, we decided to have a baby. We miscarried. And then a few months later, we got pregnant again, and that was Capri. So we chose to have kids Mommy, without being married. And I... You'll get a blanket, Colby. I, as a woman, trusted and chose to have a baby with you without even having a ring. That is some significant trust. Yeah, I think you grew up. Excuse me? <laughs> I, you got your shit together, so that's when you realize. I it was time for a baby? But that was a year and some change. So I was just so you actually proposed two years after us knowing each other and dating. It was like a year of actual being for real, for real in a relationship. And then we got married almost a year later. So we got married at like the three month, three I mean three year mark. But there wasn't a time that you were like, oh, I think I, I definitely want to marry her. Okay. <coughs> because I remember the time I was like, oh, shit, he's really, really going to be my husband. I'm going to have to marry this man. Just kidding. Yeah, I mean, things happen quickly. I mean, I don't think we do anything that's, I mean, who says you have to do it a certain way, right? I mean. No one says you have to, you know, after you get engaged, it has to be a year, um, although it was, it was almost a year. Um, but, I mean, I'm, I'm non-traditional by, by all means. Um, if, it, if I feel the time is right or if I feel the time is right for anything, um, you don't have to do it in, in any particular order for me. I think that was for both of us, obviously, because if that, if I was a traditional person and you were a non-traditional person, we wouldn't have matched. But because I'm also a non-traditional person, I was like, 
Yeah, let me trust you. Let's have a baby. I'm just going to trust that you're going to keep all your promises. And you have. I mean, that was a true on both ends. We both have kept promises to each other. And I think that is huge on so many levels for our characters, for who we are, for who we think each other is. Because you only know a person as much as they they tell you or let you know. So how did we start? Um... We met in a coaches meeting at my high school. Um, what was this? The coaches meeting was it was it summertime or had school already started? School had already started, I believe. Um, I don't remember. It was in August at some time, some point. Yeah, I think teachers were back for like their PDs setting up classrooms, but there was a coaches meeting um the week before school started yeah so we met in a coaches meeting um i guess the principal connected uh the assistant principal miss cavalier connected us because um we both needed a graduate course both needed a graduate course to teach a special ed class um so yeah we were introduced then and then ended up taking a graduate course um then yeah uh, and maybe he asked me out to lunch during classes because we had graduate so we worked every day together at the school but in separate areas but we were still in the same building every day and then after school on Fridays we had class from four o'clock to eight o'clock and then again on Saturdays from 8 a.m to like two oh shit from 8 a.m to four so we literally spent six days a week together straight. And some days we made, or some weeks we even made it into seven days straight. I remember we we tried to pull an all nighter for a paper on a Saturday or a Friday, and it wasn't that great to be honest. My paper was all messed up. There was no sleep. Yeah, actually, to lunch because I mean that's what people do to socialize, and uh, you know I didn't know how long you had lived in Virginia or if you knew the area, so. I thought the polite thing to do was, hey, you want to grab some food? Um, On a lunch break. But the problem was there was nothing around because it was like off on a side. It was an awful place. And so you said, do you want to get lunch at the gas station? And I was like, what? No. (laughs) The gas station, they always got good food. So I think you were dating somebody at the time, too, and... Every break, you was just, like, phone boning. So I was like, oh, well. I wasn't dating nobody. I deemed myself the bachelorette, and I was just going to trade off whoever I wanted to trade off and get rid of when I wanted to get rid of them and slide somebody else in. (laughs) Because I moved to Virginia in July, and the day I moved to Virginia, my ex-boyfriend broke up with me. And so I was a free single woman coming to Virginia And I was going to use that card hard. So I used it for everybody. But let me tell you, you're the first guy in Virginia that I actually, like, took the opportunity (laughs) with. And you're the only guy since then. That was it. I have never, ever gone on a date with another guy from Virginia. Any other guy that I had was from previous states and years and relationships. So, 
I swear, I've never lied to you. That's also how I know that I needed to marry your ass because I never lied to you. Every other guy I lied to. And I cheated on. So I've never lied or cheated on you. And that's how I know. You're the one. We're coming up on five years of marriage. That's good. What are you going to buy me? Um, I'm going to buy myself the other ring that I want to cap off my diamonds. And we're not going to buy each other anything. We're going to throw ourselves a big-ass party. I could dig it. I don't remember any other questions, but we need a few more minutes, so you need to maybe ask or talk about some other things. you have questions for me? Oh, get questions. to know you. What do you, do you want to tell us about yourself? So me, getting to know me. Um, he farts really I am... I am everything sports. I mean, I'm, I'm a person who's very passionate about sports. Uh, it doesn't really matter what sport. Um, if it's on TV, I'm, I'm watching it. Love to stay active. Um, but also, I need my me time. Um, I have two kids, um, or we have two kids, and sometimes you just need a break. Whether that break is going on a walk or... Whether that break is you taking 10 minutes to yourself on the toilet. Um, just 10 or like 25? 12. Um, you time it every time? That might be just you, you know, on YouTube or Instagram on, on your phone while you're on the toilet. Um, but yeah, I sports, um, definitely family oriented. Um, yeah, I'm just... A very, very social person. I don't know. What um, What are the things that you get most frustrated with either in our family, our kids, or me? What are the things that make you frustrated with us when I spend money? I mean, not that uh, maybe unnecessary money, but what frustrates me the most is... A dirty house after I spent or you spent time on in cleaning um, and it just gets ruined with candy thrown all over the floor or just sprinkles all over the floor um, yeah I don't really do sprinkles um, <laughs> or glitter or glitter you don't have to take that outside um, Orbeez they can kick rocks. Orbeez. What about what? What do I? What makes you frustrated with me? Um, when you become indecisive. Really? How many times is that? Because I feel like I'm overly decisive at times. Um, that's quite often, especially when we're talking about food. A girl <laughs> will say she's hungry, but don't never know what the hell she want to eat. But what about the times I'm like, I know exactly what I want to eat and you get pissed because it's on the opposite end of the city or it's over there or we just ate it or like, for example, two weeks ago, you said, what do you want to eat? And I told you I wasn't hungry 
And that the kids wanted a hot dog from a certain restaurant, but you, you wanted Buffalo Wild Wings. And it took us two hours just to actually eat because we went around numerous city blocks. And you asked me several times to make a decision. What frustrates me about you is that I, I literally answer all of your questions and then you do whatever you want. Anyway, and I'm like, what the hell is the point of that? Why would you ask me what I want when you're not even going to listen to what I want? You say, oh, be decisive. I'm like, yes, I want to go to Salt Line. And you say, oh, okay, we're going to go to Buffalo Wild Wings. Well, really? What's the, why? That's what frustrates me. Well, the tone in your voice, I can, I can tell that it's not a decisive answer. Um, in regards to hot dog, the kids want a hot dog. This is America. Every establishment has sells hot dogs. So Buffalo Wild Wings, as you know, we got the hot dogs from there. So, um. okay. The next thing that frustrates me about you, because I have a laundry list, but I also have a laundry list of all the things I love about you. Your goddamn phone. That son of a bitch. I want to throw into the water, literally, and chuck you with it because I can never fully get your attention. I feel like I am single parenting at times in the night, and you're over here just talking to Dale on a group chat, and I'm like, hello, the kids are running around half naked with glitter everywhere, and now you're going to be mad because I'm over here single parenting. Well, that's, that's how I communicate, communicate through the phone. Um, we do, actually. Some of our best communication comes through texting each other. I will agree. I mean, I, I should probably limit it, but... Um... I mean, that's a work in progress. So there's nothing I'm perfect. There's nothing other than being indecisive at times. Oh, you drive me fucking nuts. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> uh, that's true life and marriage for you. But I do love a lot of things about you. I still find you sexy. That's nice. That's a great, that's like the ultimate compliment, I think. Sweet. I love a lot of things about you. Um, you a good dude. You a good dude. You're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> if I said that you're sexy, you should be able to in return go, you know what, babe? I think I find you sexy too still. Because I'd be like, that is great. You're beautiful. You're That's great. <laughs> 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 oh. You should really say how intelligent I am. You're attracted to how intelligent I am. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the obvious. I'm attracted to how, attracted to how intelligent you are, how beautiful you are, how confident you are. Um, although you can be overly confident at times. and but That frustrates you. It annoys it's how, you. It's just how it comes off sometimes. It comes off in an arrogant way. But you've gotten a lot better. Um, but... You know, um, I appreciate yeah. it. I think the biggest thing in the end is how it's not even how the attraction is. It's not because some days you're just not attracted to each other. You want to punch each other in the face. I mean, obviously you still are, but I'm saying there are days where you just literally have to grind it out. You have shit to get done. You have to put the family first. You have schedules to get through. People have to eat. And you're committed to the goals of the marriage, each other, our family, ourselves, 
our kids. And I think that is the difference in marriages that succeed and marriages that fail. Because you also have to bring yourselves back to each other and where you began. And I don't think that it's people are going to stay in love for 65 years. I don't think that's going to happen. I think you have to overly, continuously fall in love with each other and yourself over and over again because everybody changes. And so who we were five years ago and who we are now, we've adapted and changed. And you have to grow together or else you're going to grow separately. You know what I'm saying? Ouch. You try, Mommy. You try. So I think the let. can you wait a second? The last thing I think, the last question was like, what is a make or break in a marriage? But I think we know those things. We locked those in years ago. You done act like Jay-Z. I will not be Beyonce and take you back. Hey, hey, hey. You're singing a song? Yeah. Okay. Is that equal for you or no? Or is it case by case? Um, I mean, definitely cheating is, is a non-negotiable. Um, you can say you're cheating ass over there if that were to happen. But, I mean, I mean, we, we know where each other stands, so, I mean, I, I don't think we Or we could be Will and Jada and say, nothing will ever hurt us. Because I'm not going to, I'm going to say that you are my ride or die 100%. But I also feel like I know myself and my emotions run extremely high, just as yours do, because we we go into this space where we're like, nah, we're not, we don't get down like that. So, but I don't, I truly believe that when you stay committed to yourself and your goals, and if there was a need to explore other options, that there's enough respect to come and say that. But honestly... Ain't nobody compared to me, so it's all good. And nobody compares to you, so we're straight. All right, our kids are acting out, so 26 minutes is too long for parents to talk. Because any other parent would know you can barely even talk in 30 seconds. So thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Um, Would you like to say something, Capri? Come over here and say something. Do you like us as parents? Come over here. Stand right there. A little bit. You only like us a little bit? Sometimes you yell at us. Sometimes we yell at you? Yeah. You know why we yell at you? Because you don't listen the way we want you to listen. That's why. All right. Well, we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Peace out.